What is going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Today, we are back with a Think and Grow Rich Mindset Roundtable discussion. Uh, we've got a couple of awesome uh, guests uh, slash co-hosts slash they're always on here. So I don't know what you call them, uh, <laughs> but they're always on here talking about ways to think and grow rich and also think and get in the best shape of your life and just think and have a most uh, a fulfilled life. That's really what we're talking about today. And so before we dive into the uh, fifth episode of the Think and Grow Rich Mindset uh, series, which is going to be on specialized knowledge. I'm going to let John and Tim introduce themselves um, and explain why you should listen to them and why uh, they are here to talk about specialized knowledge. So, Tim, if you want to start us out first, uh, give a little background on who you are to the people out there. For sure. Um, so, real quick, Tim Cruz, coach at BSB Wealthy Body Coaching, um, self proclaimed meathead slash nerd. I love picking up heavy things and setting them back down repeatedly. Um, but more important than that, I am really passionate about helping people reach their fullest potential, whether that be through their body, their mind, um, encompassing all, all facets of life. And the reason you should, I, I kind of hate this part, but the reason you should listen to me is because I've made all the mistakes. I've, I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars, obscene uh, amounts of money. Um, I've hired coaches. I have went through all the pitfalls. I've spent the last 15 to 20 years of my life pursuing this thing we call excellence in fitness. So um, we actually, as coaches, um, have have made the mistakes that you are going through currently. So listen to us and we'll save you some time and hopefully get you there a little bit quicker. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, John, tell people out there who you are, my friend. My name is John Bodnar and I'm also a coach at BSB Wealthy Body Coaching. My, my pur purpose in life, what I want to help others achieve is the power to make good decisions and to believe in yourself to and trust yourself to make those decisions. And the reason you should listen to me on that, not my favorite part either, Tim, but it's good to talk about, is I've gone, I've conquered bad decision-making. We're not talking about, you know, outwardly, like super obvious self-destruction. We're talking about the stuff that lasts a lifetime of, of self-loathing, of making decisions that are sabotaging towards careers, towards health. And instead I'm now on the flip side and I want to teach others how to do exactly the same thing, no matter where they're at now. That's awesome. So basically the reason why you should listen to us is because we screw up a lot. That's all, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> but as Tim said, excellence is that you're able to stay inside the game. And so excellence is truly being able to stay in the game, even when you screw up a lot, uh, you just learn the right lessons along the way. So let's go ahead and let's dive into episode five, which is specialized knowledge, which is the fourth step on the way to riches. So um, what is specialized knowledge? Well, first off, let's actually talk about what is the opposite of specialized knowledge, which is general knowledge. So um, Tim, I'll let you lead this one out here. So we have two types of knowledge, you have general knowledge and specialized knowledge. So tell us, what, as in your eyes, like, what do you see the difference between these two things being? Yeah, so like general knowledge is just kind of like, um, I, I don't want to say it's like your IQ, because that's like your intelligence quotient, your um, natural proclivity to gain knowledge. Um, however, generalized knowledge is very, a very broad spectrum. So like I know a lot about, uh, a little bit about a lot of things, right? I have you know, history, math, you know, science, like a broad spectrum of knowledge. When we think about specialized knowledge, that's more like the difference between a general practitioner, like a doctor, um, and, a, and a cardiac surgeon, right? Like the general practitioner is a very good example of, in, in the medical field, someone that has a very generalized knowledge base. They know a little bit about all the medical uh, professions or fields. And a cardiac surgeon is very, very good and very, very knowledgeable at one specific thing. 
So that's that would be kind of my uh, intro to the difference between the two. Yeah. And if, if we actually use that same analogy of the doctors, and let's say that you're coming in for just a routine checkup, right? Like just routine checkup, like you don't, you don't have any, you don't have anything going on. We just want a, an annual checkup, right? Like which person are you going to go to? The, the medical doctor or you want to go to the specialist? The GP for sure. Right. Now let's flip the coin a little bit. Let's say that you have, you have a heart condition, right? And let's say that it's bad. And it's something that's, you know, it's, it's life or death situation. Which person do you want to see? You're going to the cardiologist. Um, unfortunately, the medical field always will push you to the GP first. But yeah. yes, ideally want to get to the specialist. There you go. There you go. Exactly. That, yeah, a flaw in the medical system. Um, but <laughs> as far as that's, that's literally there's between specialized in general and like you can use that uh, in, any, in any format, but understanding like which, like what problem you have or what your issue is and understanding like which one it is. Because obviously we're talking about specialized knowledge as being like the, the end all be all. And in certain situations, it definitely will help you get there faster, but also understanding what the, what, what the value of general knowledge is as well. Like it's not, it's not, it's not impractical, all right, to go to a GP when you just want to check up. So John, give me an example um, of where you see the difference between general knowledge and specialized knowledge. Well, we'll make it slightly nerdier, but not really any better of an analogy is it's like the difference between, between knowing that gravity works and knowing the equation behind it. Hmm. And like, if you need someone to tell you like, Hey, that rock is going to fall. If you drop it, like most people could tell you that, but if you need to know exactly when you need to talk to the person who actually can do the math for you and say like, okay, if we drop it from here, it's going to hit the ground going this fast at exactly this time and create this much force on the ground. And I don't know why you need to know that, but if you do, you're going to go to that guy rather yeah. than the person that's just going to go, yep, it'll fall. Awesome. Now my brain is saying, okay, what is the equation? Is it, it accelerates the mass times, what is it? 9.8 meters per second squared. Is that the? That's the acceleration. Yep. So right. if you want the force, uh, you'd have to look at the, how quickly it decelerated. I don't know. I haven't taken physics in a while. Yeah, but it's been a while. It's been since college since I took physics. So I'm just trying to remember. Force, that. E force equals mass times acceleration. That one. Yeah, yeah that would be with with a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. And so how do we how do we apply this to fitness? Like what like like when you guys see this being general knowledge or specialized knowledge, how do you apply this to fitness and somebody want to losing weight or transform their life or transform their body? For sure. So I, I think in fitness, there's there's different sectors as well, right? You have your your general practitioner of fitness, so like your personal trainer. Right, they might have just got their NASM or their NSCA certification. Um, maybe they don't have a deep knowledge in any one field, but they kind of understand nutrition. They kind of understand exercise. Hopefully, um, they understand injury prevention. They understand lifestyle. But then we have our specialized field. So, like for instance, myself, um, like I, I went to continuing education and became a certified strength conditioning specialist. So, working with athletics, performance, building strength, building muscle. And then also I went through a precision nutrition, a, a few different courses with them to become a certified uh, nutritionist. So that would be more in, in line of specializing in weight loss and nutrition. So, and, and it goes even deeper than that, right? Like, like we have people that are experts, experts in their field all the way to the top where like LeBron James or Michael Jordan, what was his name, the guy's name, uh, that, that coach that he had literally fly with him every single where, um, I've seen him on, he's written several books. He's amazing. Uh, something Grover, Tim Grover, I think is his name. Yeah. But either way, like he's the top of the top for basketball skill development and strength conditioning. So like it's even more niche down to strength conditioning to basketball at the NBA at the high level. So we can niche it down even farther than just even the, the direct fields. Yeah. And I think it's important for everybody who's listening to this. Like if you, 
if you want to lose weight, then like most people will go to a personal trainer or they'll go get a gym membership. And you're getting one of the most generalized uh, information and systems out there. And it's the biggest reason why most people don't have success in those by getting a gym membership or just getting a trainer or by just ordering some random supplement is because you don't really have anything specialized. You do something like, for example, uh, our program, uh, we are like, that's what we do. Like we just help people lose weight. Um, and really it's, it's obviously more than that, but um, it's, it's, it's really by transformation. And not only do we provide exercise, nutrition, um, but we also teach the mind. We also teach like everything that's, that, that encompasses losing weight. Um, like we're able to provide that, that tool. So we're very, very specialized. Like that's what we do all day, every day. Like if somebody just wants to like go to the gym and have a, like, like a regular workout, like we don't deal with that. And so like, for instance, when someone comes to us, like that's what we do. We do specialize um, by transformation. Um, and so if, if somebody just wants to, you know, work out three days a week, we're not the best person for them. That's where they would actually just go get a, a gym membership. And so this is where this applies to specifically to people out there who are trying to lose weight or who just want to get in fitness or just want to feel better. We'll plug whatever it may be, but you must understand what your purpose is and, and what your goals are, right? Before you decide to pick which one of these things you want to go down. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so let's talk about, um, about this concept. I think this is actually really good, right? So knowledge is potential power, right? Obviously the old saying like knowledge is power, but it is potential power, right? It only becomes power when it's organized into definite plans of action and directed towards a definite end. So John, leave this one out. When you read this, like, what do you see? This, this makes me think of the, the myriad of stories you hear about people with insanely high IQs who live in their parents' basement or they're unemployed or they're just unsuccessful in general. And, and everybody's, you know, thinking like your first reaction is, well, if you're so smart, I, you know, why aren't you successful? Like it should be, it should be easy for you. But, but what this is really saying is knowledge and you could even argue intelligence to some extent is only potential because until you actually put it into action, it's not doing anything. Just like money sitting in your bank account isn't doing anything for you just by mm-hmm. existing. Oh, and you have to actually use that, use that currency, use that resource to make something happen. And, and actually that should be really encouraging because for, for intelligent people who are out there who know a lot of things who aren't successful, like stop relying on that and start to put it into action instead. And for, for lesser intelligent people or for people who perceive themselves that way at the very least, like you can still, your, your potential for, uh, for success is just as high, right? Intelligence at most is a, is a minuscule multiplier. It's the people who are willing to, to take action and define what they want and take the steps towards what they want that are going to be successful. I don't care how smart you are, I don't care how much you know, you're gonna get all those things that you need along the way just by taking action. So, so we could change this to action as power. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Knowledge is potential power. Action is power. Ah, I love that. I love that. Uh, Tim, what are your thoughts on that? So I got a uh, two pronged approach here. So first analogy that I'm going to use is let's pretend knowledge is like the sun, right? It heats the earth. It does a lot of really cool stuff, but you walk outside. It's not necessarily, I mean, I'm super white, so it'll burn me, but like, it's not super powerful. But if we take a magnifying glass and we point it at the ground and we, we, we tweak the angle just right so it focuses down those light rays to a, a very, like a pinhead, that same, those same rays of light now are focused into a very small concentrated area. They can kill ants. I did it a lot when I was a kid. I know that's weird. Um, but they can also catch things on fire. It becomes, it becomes basically like a laser beam. It becomes incredibly powerful and constructive or destructive depending on how you want to use it, right? So 
that instantly made me think of a podcast I was listening to this morning or a speech, I should say, by Alex Hermosa. So he was talking about uh, entrepreneurship and, and, and getting to your first million dollars. And his firm belief is that until you get to that point, you should not have any money in your bank account. All the money that is left over should be reinvested into building skill sets that are directly in line with the thing that you want to accomplish. So generally speaking in entrepreneurship, the first two things that you need to get really good at are marketing and sales. So he would invest every single extra dollar into getting better at these two skill sets. And then once he got good at those skill sets, his income hit a million dollars. Now he had to look at what were the next set of skills that I need to acquire to get to 10 million and then a hundred million. And the guy's just crazy because he keeps going. But either way, that's kind of the idea of, 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 of planning of action of like, what is the end game in mind? Mm-hmm. And then looking at what are the skill set sets slash knowledge, because knowledge is the only thing that we can have, or we, we have access to when planned correctly can actually buy us back time mm-hmm. because it is speed. Knowledge is speed. So when we talk about specialized versus generalized, going to the general practitioner of, of, of fitness, right? It's much different than going to the specialized person because what you are paying for is speed. You are getting time back because they are, have the focus skill set that you need to get from point A to point B without going through all of these uh, learning curves that most people have to go through. Yeah, that's fire. And it's funny that John talked about that earlier, like, like money... Money doesn't do any good in your bank account, right? And so, like, you saving money is, is dumb when you want to make more money. In this case, like, invest that back in yourself, investalize back in that specialized knowledge and get really good at that one thing. And then from there, it, uh, it allows you to, um, allows you to f- f- figure out what the next bottleneck is. You know, in, in, this, in this analogy, obviously, in business, it's good marketing and sales. And then from there, it's developing your team and going, you know, learning different skill sets along the way. Um, so I think it's really powerful. Really cool. And, and essentially, it's just that, you know, obviously knowledge is important and action is important. And then as soon as you start to marry those things two together, uh, that's where you get, you know, huge, huge transformation, which is, which is awesome. All right. So let's talk about this. Um, how is power, or excuse me. Um, so power is acquired through highly organized and intelligently directed specialized knowledge, but that knowledge doesn't necessarily have to be in the possession of the man who accumulates the fortune. So this one is like something that really, that really connected with me. And, and the story that led up to this in the book was about Henry Ford and how he was actually accused of being an ignorant man, right? So back in the thirties uh, or, you know, pre thirties, uh, apparently when a newspaper called you out, this is something that actually went to trial and you could actually, you know, uh, <laughs> you go to court and basically saying that the that a a uh, a newspaper was was a, a defamatory what's it called defame slander whatever yeah they were basically they were saying something that he about him that he didn't believe was true right so he, he went to court to basically defend himself uh, and the fact that the that the company <laughs> called him ignorant right and so in inside court uh, the the lawyer. Um, the, the, the prosecuting lawyer, I guess, in this case would be, he was asking questions like ridiculous generalized questions about America, right? Like about, you know, how many soldiers went to the Revolutionary War or how many, excuse me, not, not Revolutionary War, how many, how many um, uh, soldiers went to some war, you know, asking just basically a bunch of general questions. And he kind of got, he kind of got fed up and he got to the point, it's like, you know what? To be honest with you, like if I wanted to fill my mind with all this jargon, you know, this 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 useless information, you know, like you no, know, he said, what's the point of me filling my mind with this useless information when I can literally press a button on my desk 
and I can have somebody answer that question for me at a moment's notice. Boom, mm -hmm. with a mic drop, yeah. right? And basically yeah. what he was saying is that he found the person who knew that information. Why would he have to fill his mind up or clutter his mind up when he just found the person who could have the capacity to go down this rabbit hole and get deep on one specific piece of information? And so essentially what he was saying is that like, when he wanted to know something very general, or excuse me, very specific, actually instead of him even going and learning himself, he just found the person who knew it and then he would hire him. He would pay that person for their time, whatever it may be, like, like whatever modality he chose at that point. And I was like, wow, that's actually really powerful because most people think they have to know the information themselves. They think they have to know everything about nutrition. They think they know everything about exercise. They think they know everything about getting wealthy, making money, financing, investing, whatever it may be. And you don't. What you actually need to do is you need to find a person who knows that thing, right? Like let yeah. them take you down the rabbit hole. Let them pull you along, you know? Um, and so I think that was like something that really stuck out to me um, when I saw this. So uh, John, when you see this, like tell me like, like what are some of your thoughts? Well, the, the obvious link for me is coaching is like, yeah, if you've been beating your head against the wall for three years and you really like don't necessarily care about knowing all the things, but you want the result, hire a coach. And, and what's cool about that is you have the opportunity to learn all those things that you need to know or need to do, excuse me, in order to be successful. But I, I have a lot of clients who honestly aren't interested in the details. Say, hey, do this, you'll get results. They follow, you know, they listen, they get results and they're happy. And then you have clients who like, they want the knowledge, but originally they hired us because they wanted someone whose knowledge they could trust or they wanted to learn that faster while getting results at the same time. So it's, it's as simple as hiring an expert because that's exactly what they're for, whether it's for coaching, whether it's for consultation, whether it's for uh, answering questions about what I assume was World War One, like there are all sorts of people out there who can save time for you. And that goes back to what Tim said of like knowledge is, is time. It's a way to get your time back. And that's exactly what he's talking about here. Time and clutter in the brain. So he can focus on what he specializes in. And then you get this lovely group of uh, you know millions of people who have specialized knowledge in all sorts of different places. And nobody has to waste their time learning something for that one time they're going to need it. Instead, they can hire somebody else, whether it's a mechanic, et cetera. Yeah. That's what it's all about. So powerful. So powerful. Uh, Tim, give us your take on this. So quick little background for those of you that do not know much about Henry Ford. Um, and I believe that speaks, this speaks volumes about him as a man. Um, he's the inventor, obviously he's was the owner of Ford Motor Company, but he's mostly known for being the inventor of the assembly line, which is exactly what this is put into manufacturing processes, right? Instead of having one person, because pre him, it was like, you'd have one jack of all trades who would do everything. The process was very slow. It was hard to mass produce anything. He was like, why don't we just get somebody along at each interval? So this person is a bolt tightener. This person does carburetors. This person does the frame. Like everybody had their specific task in a very logical order. And then they were able to mass produce things. It literally changed industry forever. So very similar to like the president of the United States. He's called the commander in chief. Um, and, and does that mean that he's an expert on military? No. It doesn't mean that he's expert on nuclear bombs. It doesn't mean he's an expert on even the economy. Like we know that for sure. But their job, a good presidential candidate, a good person in that role is very good at building their cabinet, which is full of people who are experts in that field. And their special skill set, Henry Ford's special skill set. I think my thing just froze. Can you guys see me? Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah um, their, his special skill set 
was being a master at finding people that were really good and specialized at these specific skills that he needed to put together to make an amazing product or amazing service, or in the president's case, run an amazing country. So I think that it's silly. Like I, I, I will throw this cautionary thing out there. Having generalized knowledge is important because the thing that that does give you is a good bullshit filter, mm -hmm. meaning you'll be able to spot the real expert versus the person that's just really good at, at, at lying or really, you know, you know, what, what my dad would say, baffling you with bullshit, like making sure like you're so charismatic that you believe everything he says, but really doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, so a, a really like generalized knowledge is important for that. But however, like you are never, this is the concept of leverage. You're only going to be good as yourself if you rely on yourself for everything. A good leader is an excellent person at building a team and managing that team and putting the right people in the right place. Yeah, I think that's that's said it's said very very well. And if we like equate this to to business, it's you can look at someone like the like the entrepreneur of the company, and you know what they're actually a good entrepreneur actually is more of a generalist than a specialist, right? So like they have to know a little bit of everything. They got to know a little bit about the marketing, sales, the the uh, the team building. They got to know about the back, and they got to know finance. They have to know cash flow projections, and they got to know all their numbers and things like that. But in order for them to actually grow their business, they can't be specialized in one thing. They can't be just the salesperson. They can't just be the the marketing person. They they can't just be the person who's looking through who, who's looking through the books or the taxes and things like that. Like they have to know everything about those things to so make sure they have the right people. Actually, just know all those things like how the systems work. And then the next step is actually finding the right people, finding the specialists, finding people who are really good at sales, people who's really good at marketing, the person who's a really good um, at the at at. At, at the widget, like like depends on what you're selling, the, the fulfillment of the widget, right? They gotta have a, they have a really good accountants, really good lawyers, whatever it may be, to make sure that the business continues to grow. But they actually hold the business back by being a specialist. So again, this would be an example where being a specialist uh, would be hurting you as a business owner. Um, but the key is to find the specialist, find the person who's really really good at that thing, so that you can help grow you help grow the business, right? Because again, like from a, a fulfillment, like we talked about the doctor situation earlier, really, like when you have a specific problem, like do you want a specific answer or do you want a general answer, right? And that's basically what happens in business is like, do you want someone who's like kind of good at marketing, kind of good at sales, kind of good at the books, kind of good at, at taxes, or do you want someone who's like really good at that one thing? That's all they do all day, every day, right? And so I think that's where I kind of see specialized knowledge and, and general knowledge, again, just understanding both of them and not, and, and not thinking that general knowledge is a bad thing, just understanding what, like what its purpose is. And honestly, a lot of times general knowledge is what allows you to actually know what specialized knowledge, what specialized knowledge you need to get or where to find it or what it is. So um, any follow-up to that, guys? I think it's pretty thorough. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the, let's talk about the, next, the last step, which is like, how do we actually get the specialized knowledge, right? I think this is super cool. It's super important. Like actually tactical steps of where do you get specialized knowledge from? Um, and one thing we talked about is like, you get it from your own experience, your own education, right? By messing up, by making mistakes, by actually living, living life, doing the do, as I like to say, right? That's the first way. The second way is experiencing education through the cooperation of others. So this can be multiple ways. Like I call this the plus equals minus way. Like you could have a mentor, so you can learn from their experiences, their education. You could have uh, the equals, which is your your community people. So you have people who are doing the same things as you are, they're in the same program, uh, they want the same goals as you, um, or you, you can actually mentor somebody else, right? So you can now mentor somebody below you and like get, get experience through their experiences, their education. And so those are like the three ways that uh, you, can, you can utilize the second uh, step in this process uh, of experiences education through cooperation of others. Uh, you get through college, universities, like obviously like a formal education, um, 
public libraries. Uh, so this obviously was 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 created in the in the 30s. So I would add, I would add advent this like internet or more specifically YouTube. Like YouTube is like one of the greatest libraries on the freaking planet. Like you literally find all the great stuff on YouTube and it's freaking free, just like the library was uh, or still is, I guess. Uh, except you got to pay for a card, I think, which is crazy, but whatever. Uh, and then specialized training courses. So specialized training courses, again, is like, let's say you want to get really good at QuickBooks. Well, there's QuickBooks courses out there that you can spend a couple hundred dollars on and you can get really good at QuickBooks, right? Whatever it may be. If, you know, want to lose weight. You can go out there and you can spend a couple hundred dollars on a, on a course. You can learn all the information you need in order to um, understand what it is to lose weight, right? So, so specialized course, these are basically the five ways um, out there that you can learn how to actually acquire the specialized knowledge. Uh, so Tim, um, by looking at these, like any one of these will stick out to you more than others or, or, or more valuable than others, or what is your view on these, on, on these five steps? So I don't want to contextualize these as more or less valuable because I think all of these have merit in and of themselves. I think they're all just a very uh, N equals one contextual situation. So for instance, a lot of the people we work with, um, they're, they're in situations where like the time is of the essence, right? Like my doctor says I have to lose hundred pounds. I have type two diabetes, like the clock is ticking and they're full-time, you know, they're full-time employees. They have careers. They're very busy, busy professionals. So their time is better allocated towards maybe leveraging our experience because we've done all the other ones. We've done all of these um, leveraging us as coaches to cut out the time parameter of because, quite frankly, if, if you're not going off of experiences and education through cooperation of others, which AKA would be hiring a coach, hiring a mentor, hiring a leader of some sort, um, it's going to take a long time to gain the experience, to gain the knowledge, whether you want to go to university, whether you want to go to library or YouTube, whether you want to take your courses, like those are going to take time, trial and error, for sure. We're talking, in my case, um, upwards of 15 to 17 years of experience and thousands and thousands of man hours um, of implementing stuff, tweaking it, you know, making the mistakes, learning more, taking more courses, going to university, like all that stuff. So in, in the case of most people, like let's say you're working with an accountant who has an 80 hour a week job, they work a lot. Um, and their knowledge base is very, very specialized in accounting. Their time is best allocated by investing back in the thing that brings them more income, puts food on the family, the family's table. They're better served by by hiring out, leveraging the knowledge and the experience of people who have done it and are experts in that field. But if you're like me when I was 13, 15, 18, when I decided like, this is my passion, it probably was better served for me to actually go through this stuff, walk the walk, get all the bumps and bruises, fall down a million times and learn all these things through the school of hard knocks and also through regular universities and tons of courses. So that's kind of how I would frame it is most people would be better served by just leveraging a coach that has been there and done that versus allocating a decade of learning the stuff on their own. Yeah. And I think, I think kind of what you're saying is that like all, all of these things on here, all these steps, you're going to take in some way, right? Now it's just a matter of like, what emphasis do you want to put on some, like on, on one of them? Like depends on where you're at in your life right now. It depends on how quickly you want to get there. Uh, but ultimately like, like you're going to do all these things on some level. And so really it's just a matter of prioritizing where you are right now, what your goals are with this thing that you're trying to accomplish, um, and then making the decision on what, what what you emphasize on. But just because you emphasize on, you know, going through the hardships and like like going through the experience yourself, it doesn't mean that you're not going through training courses. It doesn't mean that you're not going, you know, like you don't actually have a coach. Like there's the, like there's so many different ways you can do it, but um, ultimately, you're like you're going to do them all, right? Uh, John, 
what are your thoughts on this one? Honestly, same same as you is, is don't like don't avoid any of these. I guess is a, another way to put it. Like, they're all going to be helpful, and so depending on you use the word emphasis. So depending on on like what your purpose behind the specialized knowledge is, maybe that determines how you actually go about it. So if you want to be, you know, for example, if you want to be a software developer, you got a couple of choices. There's online courses. There's also uh, college, right? But you probably aren't going to figure out how to how to create software without going through um, some sort of expert. Well, when it comes to losing weight, like, yeah, you could Google something or you could, you could just intuitively understand that, okay, if I eat less and move more than odds are pretty good, that'll, that'll lose weight or at least lose or gain weight slower. And then you can go through it on your own. But I think it's really important to look at the purpose behind gaining the specialized knowledge, as well as how specialized you truly want to get at that thing. Like I mentioned earlier, some of my clients love the knowledge. Some of them don't care at all, but they just want the result. And then there's people like me, you and Tim, who are me, Logan and Tim, who like, we want to know how to do it for ourselves and teach other people how to do it. Therefore, we need to be very specialized. So it just totally depends on the purpose and the, the amount of desire you have to have that knowledge. Yeah. And you know what? And I think I'm going to rank them actually, right? And I'm, I'm going to them on like level of speed, right? So like when it comes to speed to result, there are some that are better than others. So while like we're all saying that they're, that they're all important, I think there is also to be, to be said that there are differences in speed to get places. Um, and so before I rank these, I'll give you a couple of examples that really come to my mind first. We'll talk about a business one and we'll talk about a, um, about a fitness one. And so the first one was when I was at the tail end of my college career, I was in my very last semester of school. So I was in my fifth year and um, I remember sitting there in my very last uh, semester of school thing like, man, like I really need to get a job in the fitness industry. As I looked around and realized that none of my other um, peers who had graduated before me like, were actually working in the fitness industry. So I was like, okay, like something that they're doing is not working. And so I started reaching out to trainers and gym owners uh, in town, basically reaching out to them to say, see like, hey, like it kind of shadow you, kind of follow you around, kind of just see kind of what you do and like get a foot in the door, just kind of understand a little bit more about what they're doing. So that's exactly what I want to do. I wanted to be a gym owner, I wanted to be a personal trainer. And so I reached out to those people and asked them if I could just literally be a fly on the wall. And one of those emails uh, got a response and I ended up following a guy around um, for, for about six months. However, I literally remember thinking to myself, I, I remember this moment. It was like an aha moment. I was like, wow. It was the very, it was the end of the very first week I shadowed him. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I learned more from this guy in less than a week than I had learned in the previous five years of school about what I wanted to do. I was like, whoa. And I spent, you know, lots of money over here and I spent no money over here. And I was like, wow, that's insane, right? But however, and at the time I was like, I was like, I was a little frustrated because I didn't understand this whole dynamic between general knowledge, which is what college is, and the specialized knowledge, which was what shadowing on the job training is, is that I would never have found that specialized knowledge without the general knowledge to begin with. I wouldn't have been in the right position. I wouldn't have been in the right situation. I would have not known what to look for. And so that's where my realization came to. Now this is, you know, 15 years later that I would never have gotten the situation without that. So like, you know, people think, you know, college, not college, or, you know, or general knowledge, you know, specialized knowledge, you got to have this one before you can, before you can recognize the value in this one. Um, and so that was my, um, that, was, that was like my business um, analogy. My next one is in fitness. And so about three years ago, I ended up getting type one diabetes, which really forced my hand to getting a coach because now it wasn't just about like weight loss. It wasn't about, but 
it wasn't about like uh, a Bashar's mission. It was about like, literally, I want to like stay alive and I want to be around long enough uh, that I can live a, a valuable life uh, for my kids, for my business, and, um, and do it in a way that is not being dictated by having to stick insulin in my body four times a day or having to manage my blood sugars and like have this be constant distraction and tension. So I was like, all right, I need to get a coach because like this will be something to do for the rest of my life. Like I need to do it the best way possible. And very fortunately uh, in my network was, was Dr. Kashi, who we all know is one of the smartest people on this freaking planet. And it was through my experience working with him that um, it, it showed that whole nother level of specialized knowledge. Well, obviously like when it, come, when it came to the diabetes, that was the reason why I reached out to him and I got all that information, very specialized, um, like, awesome. What it allowed me to realize is just how important it was to learn all the other stuff that I thought I knew already about nutrition, about body transformation. Cause obviously that's, that's, that's his, that's his wheelhouse as well. And if I wouldn't ever got diabetes, I never would have learned, you know, how far away I was from actually like getting to the next level of even weight loss and body transformation and understanding those type of things. Um, and really just knowing like when somebody's at like, like there's between the 95% and the 99%, like it doesn't sound like a lot, but that, that 4% is like, it's, it's a lot of years of experience. It's a lot of time in the lab. It's a lot of, it's, it's, it's a lot of research. It's a lot of, it's a lot of um, data and a lot of actual people. And uh, it's, it's insane. Right. And so when it comes to that, those two stories, the thing that I'm going to say is like speed to result the fastest is experience and education through cooperation of others. Right. That's like the number one thing. If you want to get a speed to result, you hire a mentor, you hire a coach. Like that's number one. Like it's, it's actually not even close, right? It's not even close. Uh, but by doing that thing, um, you'll get your own experience and education as the back of that, right? Um, and then usually a lot of those people who are, who are really smart or your mentors will have some sort of specialized training course, whether it be an actual physical course, um, whether you can actually like buy it, or you literally just like get it on the job training with actually will give you like a framework and that's up to you to decide to try to pick the framework out, which is all a course really is. And then when it comes to like the free stuff, like on the public libraries or YouTube, and then um, like obviously like they might have free content on there, right? Like we talk about Alex, he's got awesome content. He's, who's one of our, our, our mentors. Chris Crone has free content. And then colleges and universities, again, um, while I actually do see some value in it, uh, now that I went through it, it was, it's probably the, the one I would, would recommend the least, unless, unless you're going to be a specialist, right? Which is kind of funny. Um, like if you're going to be a specialist, like a doctor, like a lawyer, like something that actually feels like you actually need a degree, then of course you need that thing. Uh, so it just depends again on your situation a little bit, but if you're, let's just say that you want to be, um, something that doesn't require you to actually have a degree, then I would actually pick it to be the last one as far as, uh, as far as the most cost-effective time-effective way of getting that generalized information, which I still think is re really, really important. So anyway, that's how I rate them. Um, do you guys have any, um, any feedback on, on, on that, uh, rating system or anything that, that you'd like to add to that? No, I think you're, you're fire on that, Logan, especially on your, your ranking system. Um, I honestly think experience through education and cooperation of others, hiring a mentor, hiring a coach, uh, it, can, it can literally expedite your results by like tax. So we're talking getting the same result in a matter of months versus a matter of multiple years. Um, and it's a lot less painful. And if I'm being completely honest, I always am hiring coaches that are better at what I, what, what I do than me. Right. So I'm always constantly investing in someone that's better than me at something. So I can always be learning and always sharpening my ax. Um, doesn't mean I don't believe in college. Doesn't mean I don't believe in doing my own research. I'm a nerd. I love doing that stuff. 
but the speed to result is 10 times if you hire someone who's been there and done it and is smarter than you in this in a specific field. Um, I was always told that university, all it's just a fancy paper that says, hey, I know how to learn. Yeah. It doesn't mean you know anything. It just means <laughs> I know how to learn. That's all it means. And that's why we have post-grad degrees is because you don't really start learning until you go past that college, whether it's hiring a mentor, going into a master's program, going into a PhD. Yeah. Uh, a bachelor's just means, hey, I know how to follow through for at least four years and I know how to learn. That's all it means. That's awesome. That's awesome. John, any final thoughts on this? Uh, I, well, for one, I, I really like what you said there, Tim. I'm, I'm a little bit biased, you know, being, being the guy who dropped out of college and is still successful, like, yeah, degrees are, it's just a paper that shows you how to learn. But at the same time, I, I do agree with, with Logan's point too. Like if that's something that, that you need, or if you feel, if you know that's going to accelerate you, like, go for it. There's plenty of value in it there. And, and while I don't think it ranks at the very, very top, it is completely um, circumstantial in terms of what actually makes the most sense for you. But I'm in agreement with both of you. Got to go for experiences in education through cooperation of others, having experienced that firsthand and now providing, like being the person who's being hired. I, I see it every single day, how much it impacts me, impacts people around me. And yeah, there's nothing better than having, having people around you who are there to accelerate your growth yeah. or shrinkage. No shrinkage. I like that word. No shrinkage. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think there's one thing that I said before, but I think there's one thing that sticks in is like, it's actually this concept of plus equals minus. It's like, always you should always be having a mentor, right? So always be reaching out, finding someone who's smarter than you are, so you can be learning from them. You can be growing as a human being. You should always be in a community of people who are around you doing the same thing you're doing. So you can, you can learn from them. You can see like what's happening right now. Um, and you get to be a bunch of peers. And, there, and there's something about like getting pushed by your peers that also like allows you to go to the next level. And then the, the last piece is actually you should mentor somebody. You should, you should have, you should have your, your hand down and say, hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to give to you. And you learn something like John just said right there. Like you learn so much by giving to other people how valuable that is. Uh, and, and again, not just the thing you're giving, but how valuable it is to you to learn what, what, what you know, to be able to share that with other people. And like, Aside from all that, like it's very fulfilling to teach somebody else how to do what, what you're doing. Like, um, and so anyway, specialized knowledge, how you get it really, if you, if you just take one thing from this, get a mentor, be in a community and help somebody else. That's it. That's how you specialize knowledge. So hopefully that really resonated with Literally you. Literally dumb down the entire podcast into three points. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and so hopefully that was awesome. Hopefully, hopefully you took something from that. Um, and, uh, yeah, like we'll be back next week. What are we on? We'll be on the fifth step to, to riches in this thinking grow rich mindset book. Uh, if you haven't got the book, go check it out. You get literally, it's like, it's on sale. It's been on sale for, you know, 70, 80 years now. So go get it. You can get it on pot. You can go get it on uh, audible. You can get it on, uh, paperback you can get it on kindle like it, it's everywhere to be found some great little nuggets to stand the test of time so we'll be back next week happy wednesday we'll chat with you guys soon bye yeah <laughs>